What's up, Hefty? The last time we was on a podcast, we was talking about carpet. Now we have to talk about that. Yep. But we're still nope. doing small cars. We're doing small cars. I know I kind of was geeking out on eight scale for a while after the Euros. So we kind of went quiet and you guys don't geek out on that too much. But uh, it was some good racing this past weekend at SDRC. We were kind of geeking out. Me, you, Riley, and my other buddy, Tony, was geeking out too, privately. Uh, no, we're going to talk about it because uh, we saw some Pink Pinion stuff, which I'm, I'm, I'm becoming a fan of the Pink Pinion stuff now. I'm definitely becoming a fan of stock. And right. uh, it was, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed racing and I don't watch much 10 skill. So with that said, let's drop that banner. I'm, drop that banner. What am I, see, I'm messing up. Drop that Hefty. intro. Come on, are man. You, are you having the same effect that JQ has on me? No. Like making me nervous? No. I hope not. All right. I can take my shirt off if you want me to make you nervous. Uh, no, <laughs> I would love people to hang around for a little bit. And if we start getting naked on her, it's going to be a bad thing. But um, let's drop that intro. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Nitro is the glory and e-buggy pays the bills. But this today, Monday, we are all about 10 scale offered on dirt, not on carpet, but on dirt. We had the raw 10 scale nationals this past weekend held at San Diego RC Raceway. And uh, joining me to talk about this is who's becoming one of my good friends. If we talk, we was geeking out on 10 scale this weekend. And unfortunately, we don't have Riley here because Riley hasn't sorted out his Internet situation yet. But he would have been her. He was in our group talking. Welcome, Hefty. How you doing? I'm great. How you been? Good. This is right up your alley. Um, 10 scale stuff. You, you're geeking out on the stock stuff, which is great. We're going to talk about that. Uh, let's. You do have something coming up pretty soon. You have like the N. Isn't you? For, you're more of an on-road guy, but you have the NYGP coming oh, up. Oh, yeah. Got a few races happening. Um, yeah. But yeah, the New York Grand Prix is going to be going down uh, at Donnie Lea's track, which is a 360 V2. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's in New Rochelle, New York. And the dates on that are... I know see. I kind of caught you off guard with that. That's Sorry. fine. It's it's uh, October 6th through October 9th. 
And uh, word on the street is, uh, you know, we've had a, a lot of luck getting um, international drivers to show up in years past. We've had Alex Hagberg, we had Ronald Volker, uh, and it looks like uh, this year um, we are going to have uh, Mark Reinhard in the building. So, awesome. um, yeah, so it, it should be interesting. And, you know, uh, while, while we're talking about things that are more like on road, just want to congratulate the uh, Automatics team uh, out in Europe this past week uh, or weekend for uh, doing the sweep ETS. Uh, at the ETS event. Uh, Mark finally got his mod win and uh, Max Mockler got uh, the pro stock win. And uh, they actually had the first uh, female racer uh, take a win in ETS. Uh, she won, I think it was the uh, 17.5 class there, which is just like a slower stock. And um, But yeah, pretty interesting. Nice, nice. And uh, speaking of touring car, we had, we talked about this last week, but we had two in that stock class stripped of their titles last week. It, uh, just because we're still yeah, that was funny. talking about touring car. <laughs> And there, so you have one person that has one place, and then second and third, there it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it's weird, weird, weird situation. Right? Yeah, they yeah. didn't give the places to the other guys in behind because they didn't take their cars. But it, it's interesting how they did that with with the motor teardowns and things like that. You know, and I I've been at races and Roar's taken people's motors in the past. They give them like one hundred and fifty dollars, say thank you very much, and then they they rip them apart just to try to understand what people are doing at the very you know tip top of the the grid so it's it's interesting this is the first time i've seen anyone like get their you know win pulled which is pretty big mm, interesting all right so we're gonna get on i'm gonna do my thing here i'm gonna say my thank yous to everybody and then we'll get into this this is just a race report this is all about the royal nationals this past weekend so we're looking at doing a you know, 45 to minute hour recap so with that said i would like to say thank you to all of the awesome NNRC squad around the world that support us. We can't do it without you guys. Uh, we're coming up, I think, on our fourth year, four-year anniversary here shortly in a couple months. So maybe we'll do a celebration for that. Or maybe we'll save it for Christmas. We'll do a big Christmas show. We'll see. But yeah, four awesome years. Super pumped about that. Looking forward to the fifth year, going to the fifth year now. And uh, hopefully getting into bigger and better things. And hopefully this thing can start making a profit at some point. But um. <laughs> Uh, but uh, it would be great. Uh, we thank you. Appreciate the support. It's been an awesome four years. And I think for me, uh, going to the Worlds here on the first is probably one of the biggest things and biggest rewards I've had since I've, I've been doing this. So I'm super excited about that. So thank you to all the NNRC squad. Also to all the patrons of the NNRC. We can't do it without you guys. You guys will get early release of this podcast. And yeah, just thank you for all your help. Also, thank you to the awesome sponsors of this podcast. They are InvisibleSpeed.net, TZO 200 Tires, TNR Fuels, High Tech RC, Beach RC, Mayako, uh, Techno RC, Papa Willie's Traction Tonic, G-Spec RC Tuning, Racecraft USA, RCGP, Clinic RC, House of RC, shout out to RC3 Raceway in Alabama, David Ronnefalk, The Viking, Alexander Hagberg as well, my good friend, and... Um, Robert Batty, as well as Jared Tebow. And of course, to my another sponsor, who's also a co-host and has a, has a podcast as well, uh, Sumpadal USA. We are going to give away a Sumpadal battery today. We haven't quite figured out how, we, how we're going to do it. So you're going to have to listen throughout this podcast. We're going to ask a question and you will have to, well, I think we're, we're going to ask a question and you will have to be the first person that answers, answers it in the YouTube chat. And you're going to have to put, 
uh, how many titles we should get. We should we should make it a two-tiered question. How many titles and when did he win his first one? That's what we'll do. And then when we find out the answer, <laughs> we'll let you know and you'll win a battery. But thank you, uh, FD, for the battery donation. Thank you for your time. Uh, we was kind of geeking out over this race. You have a plethora of notes. This guy made notes, people. I thought I made notes. Dude, made you got to be off in the lab. You got to study. You know? He did. That's how um, you do well. Yes. So if you guys didn't know, Raw has split up uh, the 10th National. Nationals. So now we have the carpet, which was held up in the Pacific Northwest, which you actually went to, right, Hefty? Yep. So you attended that. It was held at Northwest Hobbies. I enjoyed it. I think carpet is the future. Don't get me wrong. But I did enjoy watching this. Uh, oh, it, rem it reminded me of OCRC days. Very similar. Uh, I mean, it's only a couple uh, hour away between each other where they used to be. So at SDRC, which I think will be the home of the future Reedy race if they do it in, in California. I, I would assume so. Just because yeah, the Reedy guys can drive down an hour and they're there. Yeah. Yes. So... so I'm hoping that we have a re as I watch this race, I just kept saying, I hope we have a Reedy race and I hope it's her. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. I mean, I wouldn't mind it at hobby action, but I, I like this track more. It kind of reminds me of OCRC. Uh, so we watched that. It took place this weekend. We had some of the fastest stock races in America racing, which, <clears throat> which was a very competitive uh, class as well in two wheel drive and four wheel drive. And then we had some of the best 10 scale racers in America racing and some in the world racing in mod. Uh, Max and I made some bold predictions. We were long about a few of them. And uh, we're going to talk about that as well because there were some surprises at this race. Uh, the guy that we thought was going to win all of it didn't. He only had, ended up coming out with one. He had the potential to win three, mm -hmm. but only came out with one. Uh, so, yeah, it was interesting. I enjoyed it. Uh, I think we should talk about the track. Did you like the track? I liked it. Uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting. To, to me, the, the one of the defining factors of the layout were the two triples. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it if you got a mod motor and you're not making the triple, well, then, you know, that's on you. But, like, when you're running stock and to clear those triples and to do it consistently, it's super hard. And, you know, I think it, it helped start to drive the difference between the the horsepower haves and the have nots and um you know you'll find the majority of the guys that were making the main they all have like a, a legitimate um you know power program and it's not just you know i'm stuck to this like c team reedy deal and i gotta you know use that for my ae sponsorship sort of thing but like you know like like let's be serious here that's what's happening to a lot of these right, guys right right and um you know, but uh, yeah, so it, it was those triples. They they often decided things. And, you know, it, it was also, you know, how well you did in qualifying. Like you mm -hmm. set yourself up for either success or failure. And, you know, it makes the main day a lot easier if you qualify better. You know, and so this was qual points, two of four. And um, yeah, you know, it was it, that's really what drove everything. Um, the one thing also to maybe just to note, other than the track is just like, you know, a lot of people, that's their local track. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there was one one group of people that really stood out for me this weekend, um, which are the Raymond brothers, uh, Levi and Chase, these two young kids along with their father. Um, they live in the San Diego area. And I'm just going to guess that they've been track rat in this place. 
All right. They did really well in um, in seeding and uh, pulled off a top seed in, in Wheeler and a top seed in um, stock truck. And uh, one of them actually has a new national championship. So that's really amazing. Yeah, Chase Raymond actually. He won yep. uh 3.5 truck. He went he went 1-1 one, one and and uh, obviously he didn't finish it. I wonder how old these guys are. My buddy Mike They're 11. Oh, so they're, oh, right. This is the dyad. This is the twins. It's like mm-hmm. wow. Uh my buddy Mike Sorchi was telling me this and I was just like, "Wow, we have a dyad in the force like twins." That's mm-hmm. so awesome. Like yeah. twin boys that are going to be really good. Uh yeah, super good. It's super happy to see that. I too enjoyed the track. I thought that the triples made a big difference. Uh, I we we've said that it, there should be a jump on the track. Like, yeah, it should be sketchy for the stock guys. You know, if they can't do it, then they have to do, double single. Uh, but they were able to do it. If you got in trouble, you had to double single though. Yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of drama over those triples too. Like, really? like a lot of people's races yes. got ended on Ooh, those yes. triples, right? Oh, yeah. And so. The other the other two features, which were also kind of interesting, after the first triple, there was pretty much like, I would say, a short shoot. It was almost, you know, the size of the straightaway, and you'd come mm-hmm. into a double right by the camera. And if you overcooked it into that corner, you saw a lot of people picking up their inside wheel, which was pretty interesting. And then they blow that double. And, you know, often a lot of passes happen right there, you know, either entering or exiting that double. And then there was some epic blowouts. Uh, they were calling it a step up. Um, it was basically like uh, a little kicker and then, mm-hmm. you know, two increasing uh, distance jumps right onto the straightaway. And uh, a lot of drama happened there. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was that caused a lot of people, a lot of problems, that particular uh, obstacle. Even yeah. Mayfield and the guys. It was, I think because of the way it was just right in that corner was a pole right there as well. Hard to see, so, probably. Yeah, very hard to judge. <clears throat> But uh, I thought the track was good. Like I said, it reminds me of OCRC. It's good. To, I, I I liked, you can see like people are actually working on their cars right there in front of the, you know, they can watch a track and do that stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool. And it's it's one of, it's a dirt track. So it's obviously, these, there's no handout tires right there. They have to really run whatever they want. Or... They did hand out in stock. Okay. Um, but you could use your own, like a different insert. Um, okay. But the, the tires were hand out in stock. So these are the, these are our our guys running slicks or are this are we still doing the sanding on to ghost tread tires type of thing? I think majority of people are using slicks now, but you okay. know if if it was faster, you'd do the other thing. You know yeah. whatever's faster, no one cares. Yeah. Let's go faster. How about sauce? Handout sauce or or whatever. TD, TDK was the sponsor of the event. Um, I think they wanted to mandate that sauce, but okay. honestly, I don't know. I didn't pay much attention to the sauce wars. Uh, is that, that a rule that they can uh that they can enforce you think like one particular source? I think it's pretty hard. Okay. So you know it, right. it's it's hard at uh, at a lot of events like on a lot of the carpet racing they've been trying to enforce no sauce mm-hmm. which is hard uh and like in on road where you you sauce all the time like often what they'll do is they'll set up a sauce table and mm. you know they they basically you know make it so that everyone else just would rat the other guy out that they're not going to the sauce table. Right, um, right, right, right. Okay. So that's yeah. an, that's an, that's an answer. I remember Phil hired sauce police one time for Neo. I don't know. He had some guy that went around and felt and smelt tires. Mm-hmm. I think it was a joke, but it was, it was serious. 
<laughs> I think like I don't know if it was an actual joke or if it was serious, but um, I I I think with the sauce you kind of just kind of have to let it happen. It's gonna happen, so just let it happen. Control it a little bit. Yeah, it's hard to prevent it. That's the problem. All right. Um, I think we should move on to qualifying as well. So we had four four rounds of qualifying here. Uh, obviously you had two. We're gonna we're gonna for for today's podcast we're focusing on two wheel drive four wheel drive mod and two wheel drive four wheel drive stock. We will touch on stadium truck. We may even touch on short course a little bit. Even though I enjoyed watching the short courses going on, it was fun. But our focus will be on those four classes. So let's start because we're gonna we're gonna start out. Should we do stock first so we can? So yeah, let, geek out on stock. Let, All right. Let's hit let's hit up stock because like I, I think the the funny part with stock, you know, because the fields are so close and it, you know, it really kind of starts showing, you know, where where people are making, you know, mistakes and you know, where they're just effectively, you know, maybe even just being unlucky. Mm-hmm. Like I you know, I was watching some of the qualifiers and um in uh four wheel stock uh in uh, round two um shimmel was out on a tq run mm-hmm. and um poor kid he just lands bad after that first triple that's at the far side of the screen and something broke something in the really? front end broke it was over yeah and so you know with that he ended up you know not starting on pole and uh you know had had a harder battle to try to go forward and uh you know couldn't couldn't convert a non-tq to a win you know because not tqing and then winning in stock i think is pretty hard and yeah and uh, shimmel's kind of been the the creme of the creme i would say this year and the last year he's his name has been coming up quite a lot he's been he actually stopped racing nitro to focus on stock i kind of didn't get it at first Mm-hmm. But as we said before, this is where the money is, and he's made a name for himself. With this, I mean, he has Coastal RC. His dad owns it, so and he works there, I guess. So they do a lot of um, yeah, they have a lot carpet of carpet racing. racing. Yeah. yeah, they do carpet racing. But he's hit the stock scene hard through 2021 and 2022, and he seems to be more focused on on like dirt. You know, like he didn't mm-hmm. go to the carpet race um, for War Nats, so you know he he seems to have been investing his time in in dirt. Um, but you know, in in the four wheel class, he just couldn't uh, get it over on Doug. You know, he ended up giving uh, giving it a, somewhat away to Doug with uh, breaking out that one time. And um, yeah, so you know, AE got their first uh, first you know TQ of the event. You know, with with Doug then, and uh, at least in in these classes, and um, you know, it Schimmel got the TQ in stock buggy, and um, you know, otherwise, if you look at like, you know, who took down those TQs in the four classes, it was, you know, the scoreboard was TLR3, AE1. And Ooh, well, dude, sorry. Uh, I'm just trying to stream this while we're doing this, but I yeah, can't yeah, see yeah. you. Uh, Doug Lareri, I can't, I messed up his name, but Doug L, who sounds yeah. like he's from uh, France with his last name. Who is this? Is he a young kid? Is he? Is he? Yeah, a, a, a he's, he's a he's a young kid. He was, um, uh, you know, right at right at the the top of the the fields in uh, in carpet racing and and okay. in dirt. You know, he's 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 running that ten scale circuit for sure. And uh, you know, he's uh, I think he's out of Cali. Um, and 
yeah, just a mild mannered kid, you know, not, not, you know, doing anything crazy in the pits. So he's got to be good for sponsors and, uh, you know, you don't, you don't have those issues like you might have with me. Mason Templeton, you was, you were shocked at him as well. I, I, I was just, it was interesting to see, you know, like consistency out there. So like mm-hmm. the thing that was also, you know, kind of big was there was consistency against some of the, the guys who were doing it. Uh, also Caden Fuller, mm-hmm. you know, in both classes, they were you know, like up there. Um, and, you know, I, I thought um, also Ian Crawford was, was out there making things happen uh, at least in, in two wheel, he was up front and he made the main in four wheel. So like, you know, some, some, uh, you know, re- repeat uh, guys making things happen in, in both two wheel and four wheel, which was cool. Um, you, you also made note of a, uh, of a guy looks like he was stepping down a little bit to try to go steal some, uh, try to steal some wins. Tyler Jones. No, I, I don't know if he's trying to steal wins. I didn't think he didn't win anything. I think he's trying yeah. to make some money. Um, I, I talked about this on the last podcast. I think Tyler is kind of, he stepped away from 10 scale for a long time. And I think he's trying to figure out he, he was, I, I want to say he is a professional driver, I believe. I don't think he makes a bunch of money, but you know, he's definitely getting some uh some money. We have a lot of bikes starting out there. Uh he's making some money uh from RC racing. Uh I don't know if he's gonna be of techno next year. It, it's not looking like it's gonna be, but I think he'll go somewhere where he runs 10 scale. And I don't blame him for going in there and, and trying to get some of that stock money. Not one bit. Mm-hmm. Stock yeah, money is the way to go. Generally, you're only getting money if you win and maybe if you TQ. So, you know, like uh, you maybe if it's a smaller manufacturer, they'll they'll throw bones at mm-hmm. you for some other reason. But, you know, y- if you look at like who was powering the stock field, um, you know, you had the sort of the normal names you would expect. You know, you had some team powers, you had some R1, Phantom and Trinity. That was it. Like you also had an occasional much more driver pop up in there, um, you know, but some of that was in truck. I don't know if any much more guys made the mod ma- or the four wheel main. Let's go look four wheel. Uh, you had one much more driver, but, you know, a lot of the kind of like the people you would expect somehow or another. Um, I think it was Templeton um, put a Reedy powered car into like second on the field yeah mason templeton i don't know if there's really a reedy motor in that car and if there is it's the fastest reedy motor on planet earth why are or, they not to be as fast or something in oh stock? yeah they're they're not there and really they're, they're probably three tenths slower um, Wow. and you know so like i i have uh uh a driver who uh helped make the brand uh awesome Max usa uh, a decade ago uh, he now works at Reedy, uh, associated with Reedy. And, you know, I don't want to hate on the poor kid and, and their products, but um, Kyle Klingforth, past Roar National Champion. And I know who Kyle is. Yeah. And so he, he was at this event running stock buggy and, you know, four-wheel buggy. And, like, the kid could hardly triple. And wow. so when you have to double single and everyone else is just airing over triples, well, it, it could be one, it could be two things. Number one, maybe he just isn't so good in off-road maybe he's a good mm-hmm. driver though and then two maybe his setup is wrong maybe. maybe i don't know but um 
you know, he, he is part of like the car design team at, at, at AE right now. And so I'm assuming his car is probably handling pretty decently. And I'm also assuming he's been to SDRC a lot. And, uh, cause he just moved to orange County this last year. And so they're driving down now going to San Diego raceway. And, you know, I think it comes down to haves and have nots of horsepower after a while. So, yeah, you know, definitely. So who's leading that role on the horsepower thing? You think? Who's well, I, I, it, it's, it's hard to say. You can look at national championships, you know, mm -hmm. like, and normally yeah, I think, um, there used to be a t-shirt and there probably still is a t-shirt that said Trinity versus everybody. All right. And, um, so, you know, year over year, decade over decade, Trinity has been that one everyone's hunting. Um, but you know, in, in like the past decade or so, R1 is huge. Mm -hmm. They've gotten a lot bigger. Um, Phantom has some really good products right now. And in the, uh, off-road space, Team Powers is still doing a lot of good work. And, okay. um, you know, so it, of those four that I would expect those sort of motors to be in people's cars and every once in a while, there's a much more, uh, driver that shows up and they're super fast too. So is but, Hobby uh, Wing out of this altogether now? Like yeah, no Ron one's Shore running a. Uh, I well, Ron Shore or not, in general, no one's running a Hobby Wing motor um, in stock racing, unless it's like a handout thing. Um, there was uh, they have like a new motor. I think it's a G4, um, which I think is legal now. It it, it did feature decently. Um, we we had a, again like a European show up with a Hobby Wing motor. Uh, Max Mockler was at a, a race in Denver in April. And he did well with his hobby wing motors in stock and super stock touring car. But, you know, in general, yeah, they, they just don't have the, uh, you know, they don't keep up with the like performance curve. They'll, they'll hit a motor, they'll drop a motor. It'll be good right then. But mm -hmm. then like the other guys drop two, three more motors. And so they just don't keep pace with the technology. Got you. Got you. Yeah. I, I would assume that it's a hard, to, it's hard to keep up, keep, keep pace if things change yeah. so much. All right, uh, two wheel drive. We'll go. Uh, you did have Tyler Patinod here as well. Is he a is he a South Northeast guy? I, I I don't know where he's from, but uh, you know, he he was up there and and just you know like showing his uh, showing his skill like early on, um, you know. But like the funny part is, people who who did well up front, you know, in one round, you got to do well in all the rounds, and so. You know that that's the other problem with uh, with qual points. You got to keep on putting runs in, and so you know uh, he did well in, in round one, but he didn't make the main. You know, so that easily happens. You're on you're on mute. Still on mute. Uh, sorry, he did make the main. Did he? Yeah, he finished uh, in. Sorry, I'm looking at he he made the main in four drive. So yeah, yeah, he didn't make it in two wheel. No, so, he didn't. Yeah. You know, and like, so I think anyone who made both mains, you know, clearly they had their programs right. And, uh, you know, it, it, it was easy, you know, it wasn't easy, I think, for a lot of these guys. And, um, you know, what, one of the other ways to, to sort of look at it is uh, you can look at who are just the national champs in uh, at the carpet Roar Nats. And, you know, we had uh, two newly crowned national champions um in uh let's see i have this written down so we had uh sammy moran um mm -hmm. sammy took because uh, i know he was right there with both of them so i gotta look at which one he took 
so Sammy took um, two-wheel stock uh, at, at Northwest Hobbies. And, you know, this time around, he made both the A-mains, but he wasn't really up front. And um, so, you know, whatever the case is, he just he didn't get everything right. You know, every once in a while, I see racer? him. Oh, yeah. Do you he, know him? Okay. Yeah, well, I, I've spoken to him a bunch, and he says he's really a dirt racer. He runs okay. dirt like a lot, and uh, but he also runs eight scale. He runs a lot of things. Like he races probably forty-five weeks out of the year, and so that's a lot of racing. Is he know? doing this full time? I meant to ask. So yeah, he's. Is I, he... I think he has a job. You know, like most people, they got a real job and they just have fun. They're gonna go race. You know, he's in, he's in like uh, I think his he's from Apple Valley, which is kind of like. Think about it as like Inland Empire, um, Cal Southern California. And, you know, you can drive three hours and hit like 20 tracks. So you can just get lucky. Okay. So in the, I might add he's a high-tech driver. Uh, he's like, he's one of the only 10-skill high-tech drivers that I know. Uh, and then let's... you had Jeff Stakowitz, who was also there. Yes. And he Ohio. Was the, uh, I think it's Pennsylvania. Okay, Pennsylvania. And he's the four-wheel uh national champion from the carpet race and you know he would only made b mains so you know he was close but he just couldn't put it all together with this pace more 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 competition at this race you think local competition i there's definitely a lot of local competition and you know like i i think what what is interesting too is like you they had a warm-up race of you know two three weeks ago or a month ago whatever it was and um you know, some guys did really well at the warm-up race. Um, like Chase Lemieux uh, did really well then. And, you know, again, like probably just the cream bubbled up. Maybe people tried harder and, uh, you know, ultimately didn't. You know, some people just didn't make the mains at this one. You're on mute again. I, I got this kid out there screaming outside my door, so I'm trying to mute it. That's fine. Just yell at him. That, like, he... <laughs> Um, I need to get like a, a, a red light up there, like when I'm recording, so people know to be quiet. Like, be quiet. Um, just, nah, just, just scream at them. That, that's <laughs> what always works. So, good stuff with stock. Um, also, in two wheel drive stock, we had Brandon Schimmel, TQ, Caden Fuller, second. I think this is the you have it in in, chrono, in order. Uh, no, actually, you don't, know, but uh, yeah, Mason Templeton, I, second, Caden Fuller, third, Ian, Ian Crawford, Crawford, fourth, and Jones. Fifth. Yep. And then uh, if you go to if you go to uh what you call four wheel stock, um just scrolling through here, mm -hmm. shows up eventually somewhere here. Uh I don't know. All right, here we go. Yeah, so it was it was Doug first, Mason second, uh Brennan, uh then uh Tyler I don't know how to spell this kid's Patinard. last or, Okay, Patnard and then Logan Thompson. That was the top mm -hmm. five. Um, but yeah, you know, a, a lot of repeat names at least, you know, head yes. into this main. But and uh, just to say that the, the the young kid Levi Raymond Raymond, sorry, he he finished, yeah. he he qualified ninth, and then his brother twelfth. So there's there's the the dyad were on it. They were on it. They were just a little yeah. bit short in the end on that yeah. side. Well, one won a world, one won a championship in you know. in truck, but yes, yeah. we're not talking about truck. No, I mean, no. we'll touch on it. I have, a, <laughs> I really want to know if truck is still feasible, my monetarily, but that's a question for later. Uh, 
Four wheel drive. Let's go to four wheel drive mod real quick. Look at qualifying for that. Uh, we had um, Dakota Fan. No big surprise there. I mean, Fan has been killing it on ten scale. Spencer Rifkin. I'm not surprised. I, I mean, I kind of am. I wasn't. He's been kind of. Mm, I said he looks frustrated, right? While I doing well gets, you know, kicks frustrations ass anytime. So, he, you know, he did well this weekend. He he qualified second. Brock Champlin, I think, was also surprising to see him qualifying third. And Ryan Mayfield, like we had Ryan Mayfield in the main, but non-existent, and that was far from the truth this weekend. So you good guys to can't see him sleep back. on him. Yeah, like I don't know if I sleep on him. I just don't know if. If he's going the way of Tebow, which is Tebow did 10 scale and 8 scale, got into this part of his career, still decided to focus on 8 scale, do more of the family, you know, because Mayfield has two kids now, you know, I'm not thinking that he, he doesn't like it anymore. He's looking at time and to put the time and to stay competitive in, in 10 scale requires practice as well. And he, I guarantee he doesn't practice it much. I would love to know how much practice he really gets because I, I think it's just all him just being a wheelsman. He's so. Mayfield. Like he just shows up and, and does well. That's him and wins. That's all. Mm -hmm. That's all good. He is. He's been doing it for so long. Uh, Aiden Horn, <clears throat> which is probably one of my favorite races. I really like Aiden. His person, his, his personality is great. It's good to interview. He's making a, he, him and his brother and his dad, his dad's good too. Like it's the, the whole, whole family, family kicked butt this weekend. Yeah. Garth. I call his brother Garth from Rainsworth. He messages me and goes, this is last week. Dude, I pulled up to somewhere, like a drive through and the guy goes, you look like Garth from Mains Road. He doesn't know who Garth from Mains Road is. <laughs> I got to remember, these guys are only 21. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I call him Garth. Uh, he, mm -hmm. he won uh, stadium, uh, stadium truck, fuck, um, short course. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I like Aiden. He done pretty, I think he done well. Cav your boy, Cavallari, our boy, the goat. The goat, mm -hmm. I'm, look, I will say this now. Cavallari, I think, has earned another two years at Losi. I think he has. I really do. I think his career, I think his his contract's up at the end of this year. He's finding his way in eight skill. I think he'll be in the main at the at the Worlds, and he's doing good in, in 10 skill. Yeah. He's not like his, winning like he used to, but he, he's also not, he, he can win, I think. You know what I mean? I think well, he there, can win. There's a good 30 people that he easily waxes. You know, the, the, the question is, how do you get those like last two or three? He'll get it. He'll get it. And um, Mason Fuller. So we touched on Mason Fuller, on Caden Fuller. So I just want to tell people, so the Fullers, I'm a big fan of them. They, they run HB now. They used to run TLR. Um, Mason Fuller's been killing it. He's like, I think he came, he's come second. He hasn't won yet. He's come second. He's come third. He hasn't won. He's been in almost all these major races this year. These two, and Caden's been just getting back into it, and he's been killing it too. Maybe not as good as his brother on the eight scale level because his brother's been continuously doing it, but he will be. They dust, I talked to their dad, they dusted off their TLRs from, you know, they switched over to TLR from last year, dusted them off, and went to this race. Haven't raced 10 scale in two years, probably. That's impressive. Very, very good, good, very talented. And they both made their respectable mains. So, oh, where was he? He was still on four drive. The old man, Dustin Dustin Evans, still kicking around, man. He's still there. And uh, not surprised it is Tater Sontag in ninth and Cole Tallard, CFT in 10th for four-wheel drive. 
Yeah. That's I, a respectful. I, and I, I think right it's there. big that that Tater made made the main. So, you know, Tater is uh you know, he's not that old. And uh, you know, I, I swear, like he's very funny. I he's usually rocking like this big gold chain. And uh yeah. So well, he had to get over that whole the 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 first part of his RC career where he was getting really a really bad name. Mm-hmm. Or no one like he was like I heard yeah, he yeah, was yeah. rude as sin. But mm-hmm. he looks I've seen him at races, he's calm down, he's gotten older that way. Mm-hmm. And I think he's I call him um Fen's Padawan, but he's been making A mains in and all that stuff. So, so silently, he's been very silent. He's I think he's dusted off that that bad reputation that he had in the beginning of his career, and he's just kind of focused on on racing. His dad raced too. I think he was in the A main for um short course. All right. Um, oh, sh- shucks. And we got so, two wheel mod too, right? Yeah, I know. I hadn't skipped it. I just so once again, Dakota Fenn on pole, Cavallari second, the TLR guys killing it, and then Aiden Horn, Ryan Mayfield, Brock Chaplin, Rivkin, Fuller, Aaron Kaufman. Another a good performance by the Northeast Aaron Kaufman. Uh, I believe it's from the Northeast. <clears throat> Dustin Evans and Cole Tollard. Cole Tollard would probably be a little upset with his performance in two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive and qualifying. I would expect him to be up a little farther in those type of races. I have TFT as a serious dirt racer, to be honest. So, And, but, and you see, like, his C number. So it's a 16 in this mm-hmm. class. You know, so what is it's like, you know, two eights or something like that. You know, it's... Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think it just talks to, like, how kind of stacked some of the fields was. You know, and yeah, like, I mean, there was definitely certain rounds people looked really good and you know it was really just a matter of like if you didn't case that one jump you would have made the main i know it's so crazy i mean look at the names right behind him ty tasman bq dominic pacchioni i've heard that name a lot Renat tom from r1 Renat connect third hey i had him as my dark dark horse going into this Mm -hmm. didn't even make the mains i was so upset about that uh matthew gallis Matthew Gonzalez, born a crime. You didn't do it for Mexico. Even though, even though I saw Ty Tasman take you out in the B-Man on the triples. I did see that. You, you, that was Ty Tasman's fault. Um, Davey Bada. Who else? Okay, so Austin Horn was the 16th. Chase Lemieux. Grob Galepsi. These guys are all like, you know, Black Blake, Champlin, Ron Duvall, Harley Yoshi, Lee Setzer. These are all, these guys are all big stock racers at one point. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Maddie G and Davey Bada obviously being the two recent ones. Is it okay? So also just so people know, there's no bump ups for people that are just listening to this. There's no bump ups, which I don't agree with. And there's three triple A mans and then 10 people go. So is this uh, a big deal for Bada and Gonzalez? Maybe not Bada so much, but maybe Gonzalez. Really? You think so? I don't year? think so. I, yeah. But you know, like, on track. I, yeah, but these other guys are still really good. Yes. They are is is and like is even the, if is the even separation if Mayfield, from stock to that that much even if Mayfield's running an old car that he knows how to set up and he just like rebuilt his shocks at the event for the first time in a year you know like <laughs> the, it's probably what happened you know like the the challenge is he's Mayfield yeah and like this is true. you know those guys are just really good and this is true. you know like if you make if you make mistakes, you know, you can cause a lot of your own mistakes out there uh, by, you know, overdriving, not, you know, you, you just, 
launch incorrectly and you know you decide to double instead of triple and you know that will save your run otherwise you're you're on your lid getting marshaled so you know definitely every little bit counts every little bit counts why don't we have any i mean it's it's 2020 it's 2022 number one we can probably have longer races i don't know if we're gonna have that i don't know if we need longer races per se i'm kind of shocked that off-road is is mostly doing a five minute um because like on road in roar we're doing six minute really um yeah which is is a little different and then you know in other like races if you only have like a single main then often they'll just like throw you the yeah. seven minute or something crazy like that uh, for the a and you know so they they do different things now mind you a five minute qualifier five minute main that all helps the day run like because this, this is, is a long ass day and you know a lot of heats a lot of qualifiers you get through the program so you know making things longer i, I don't know if it's really going to help and you know a, a lot of the races were actually as you watched them not many of them were won in the last minute. Most yeah, of them were, were lost yeah. in the first mm-hmm. minute, mm-hmm. not one. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even shorter races could be okay, but mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's hard, you know, like there was only one race uh, and we can talk about this in a bit that I remember seeing someone come up and like knock on the door and almost like pull off the steel uh, at the end. So. Right, bump ups. I would, I, I really would like to see that. Employee. I know it's not a thing in on racing. I'm sorry, in electric racing, but I just kind of feel, I, I, I feel that brings some sort of excitement. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have ten people in here. Maybe we can make it twelve, so two people bump up. That gives these guys an extra. How to do it though? That's a, that's the thing. You have these it's triple hard. A mains and all yeah, this stuff, and, so you have to. And it takes a lot of time, and mm-hmm. you know, like. Sometimes the the other things that happens at bump up events, like let's say, you know, when you bump the whole thing up, mm-hmm. like that takes a ton of time. So maybe mm-hmm. you say, all right, I'm just going to bump the bees. And so if you just bump the bees, you might be one of these unfortunate guys that like just made bees. And like they have this uh, in on road, there's a longstanding race snowbirds that's been doing bump up racing and they have bump ups. They do it on a Saturday. Saturday night after qualifying, and mm-hmm. then you go into Sunday, you know, with you run the A's and the C's and the D's and whatever else. I've had a, many, a, many a snowbirds. I had only, I think, one actually, where I was dressed up on Sunday being the A main car setter downer because your <laughs> race was over. All right. <laughs> you ran your B's. You sucked. You had to, you know, maybe an LCQ watch. So. Maybe but, an LCQ with the B main. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I again, it's all about time, and like, mm-hmm. there's so much uh, that goes into these events, and like, you know, they had seating, they practice, and and I bet everyone actually probably doesn't even think there's enough time or enough practice mm-hmm. in in the event. Like, I, I thought it was interesting as I was watching some of the qualifying. They closed the doors at seven thirty. Like racing or qualifying ended on Friday at like six thirty, and then the doors were closed at seven thirty. Um, you know, when when tracks don't have a like a lot of practice like that, I don't know that that kind of infuriates me. Like, you're you gone to this event, and it's not like you're closing. Like the event is ending at midnight, and you're like, all right, everyone get out. But like seven thirty, I don't know. I would have left that thing open till nine and just let let people run, get some batteries in. Yeah, but you the, the the issue with that comes in fairness. 
And unless you're going to have proper practice, maybe everybody gets the same amount of time. Uh, but mm, maybe 12 people to a main. Could this track have supported? Mm, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I got to yeah. think that most of these tracks are about this size. So maybe mm -hmm. 10 is sufficient. I just always like bumps. All right. I think we should get into the mains then. We should talk about the mains. And uh, let's start with A1. We'll start with, uh, I got your notes here. So we start with four-wheel drive stock. So okay. um, I know a lot of times you guys don't really do the mains, the stock mains, but it's it's growing on me. And, and you know, Hefty really likes it. So we're going to talk about it. What was that? Four-wheel drive stock? Yeah. So, right, so in, in, in A1, a, a four-wheel, like, you know, basically it, it rolled out with Doug, Mason, and Schimmel. Mm -hmm. uh, after that first lap. And then, um, it, you know, Schimmel was able to make a move on Mason on the straightaway. And what I was wondering was, is Mason really running a reedy motor? That's what I was, <laughs> I'm telling you, this is what's in my mind. Cause he, they announced him as being reedy sponsorship. And right. I was like, he just kind of, I don't know if he bobbled on that step up down the straightaway or did Schimmel just outpower him. And, but that's what I was thinking as I was I was watching this. And then, um, you know, later in the lap, uh, you know, kind of I think Templeton and Schimmel both started failing. Uh, as you were watching that double right by the camera, um, you know, Templeton had a failure there. Schimmel like parked himself on the pipe and went mm -hmm. from second to that. like sixth. And then. You know, by that time, Doug, he was just checked out and gone. He was just trying not to fail, you know. So he he was, if you watched him at times, he was double singling, you know, not doing crazy stuff, just like, you know, nurse that huge lead. And then, um, you know, then out of nowhere, uh, Sammy Moran showed up. And, um, you know, so these other guys started failing. Sammy just started picking up the pieces and um, he ended up, getting second and Schimmel, uh, who was like fend like fast, uh, but just kept on, on crashing. Uh, he got third in a one. And so then second and fourth was the, the dyad Levi Raymond. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sorry. I, he was fourth. Sorry. I'm yeah, maybe I don't, I don't look at anything after third. <laughs> that was a one. That was a one, yeah. but good for yeah, the yeah. dyad. So, uh, and then in a two, let's go right. We might as well just do like we might yeah, let's do the class. Sum, yeah, yeah, sum yeah. up the class. A2, four-wheel drive yeah. stock. So it's Doug. It was Doug and Mason again. And then there was the repeat. Schimmel <laughs> passes Mason again. So is Mason running Reedy Power? I don't know, but it sounds like it based upon what was there. And Maybe you know, they found something. Uh-huh, sure. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> so, you know, as I'm watching Schimmel chase down Doug, like in the middle of the run, all I'm mm -hmm. thinking is if he didn't break, you know, if he didn't break round two, he probably would have ran, you know, much better. He would have been up there. Um, and then, you know, it just ended up being that, that Schimmel tapped, Schimmel blew out, Schimmel this, Schimmel that. All of a sudden, the guy who is like inches off of Doug finishes third and uh, Fuller ends up getting second. Well, Doug just cruises the win, gets his national championship. So. Congratulations to Doug Laveri. Love yeah. I think it's Lavieri. Lavieri. I like that better. Yeah. Lavieri. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. And you know what? 
A3 in, in four-wheel stock, no one watched it because we already had a national champion. That's the unfortunate. <laughs> that's why I hate when they go to just two two races. Yeah. That's what I hate. That's why I always like it to go on to the third race. Um, We didn't get that in four-wheel drive either. Yeah. All right. Two-wheel drive mod. Two-wheel drive, a, a main. So let me You want to do stock? Notes. Yes, let's go stock. Yeah. Or did you want to go four-wheel drive? I think we we'll no, do stock. let's just do stock, and then we can talk about the things you're more interested in. No, all right. <laughs> I just don't know these guys all that yeah, well, but I do fine. like it. And then, uh, you know, in this one, uh, you know, Schimmel had the TQ, and two minutes into it, he had a two-second lead. So he's just he's in control of his own destiny. Um, and it it was mostly a race where just people were blowing out in the triples, man. You know, they were either landing it wrong or, you know, whatever it was. And uh, you know. Uh, Fuller and Jones, they had a good battle going on um, for uh, second and third. And then all, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Schimmel crashes. All right. And, uh, you know, now Jones is in first. And then second to last lap, Jones crashes. Schimmel promotes himself to first, Jones second, Fuller third. And like the, the back and forth there is, is, is kind of funny. And, you know, maybe Schimmel needs to go to Doug's clinic of stop crashing. But, like, you know, that's Crasher, it's man. definitely ugly. Crasher. It's, it's, so. I think, is it harder to lead or to chase? I think it's harder to lead. It's hard to lead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but, yeah. but, you know, he, he got it done. And that's, that's kind of what, what's interesting. And then, um, you know, again, like, A2 of stock buggy. Uh, Schimmel failed getting onto the straight in that step up. Um, Fuller passed Templeton onto the straight. Templeton shorts the triple. Um, Fuller blows out onto the straight. You know, Schimmel is basically just gifted a lead by other guys wrecking. You know, he started the wrecks, but then everyone else wrecked. And, uh, you know, he just got that national championship again, Fuller in second and then Jones in third. So, you know, it's it's not crashing. Uh, and I think the not crashing things harder in stock when you're trying to go fast and you're trying to make these triples and all this crazy stuff. And, you know, you just don't have maybe the, I did see a uh, lot of momentum in the race. And, yeah. um, and to be honest in the B main, in the B main of mod, I saw a lot of crashing too. So <laughs> there was a lot of crashing going on. Like, more, yeah. you know, like I don't, I don't see Tasman make these type of mistakes all the time. And it's just weird. It was it was a very hard track to go fast on. But congratulations to Brendan Show. I was kind of wondering why he didn't go to the carpet nets. I, I just get it because I mean he has a carpet track. Like you know what yeah. I mean? But uh you know, he would probably would have been in this being the favorite to win both of them. But mm -hmm. uh, I think he'll take one. He won both, but he took the I think he took the more important one, which is two-wheel drive. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Tool drive uh, is probably a little harder, right? Yeah, I you would know, say it is. Half the amount of traction, right? Yeah, and then I see that these these two, Caden Fuller and Tyler Jones, two eight-scale specialists, I would say, mm -hmm. second and third. You know, yeah. I, well, I don't know what the overall is, but in that race, um, you know, so I don't know. Brandon maybe needs to go back to – no, he won, but I, I just want Brandon to go back and race eight-scale. That's why. <laughs> <But>, uh, um, <laughs> 
Well, and you know, maybe he'll be excited that he won and, and run some, you know, next summer. Who knows? So what does what does hap- what does what happens to these guys? Do they now move up to mod? Do they stay in stock? I, I if I was them, I'd be cruising some stock. Make some money. Those paychecks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't blame them. Stay in stock. Because otherwise no. you gotta beat you gotta beat Mayfield. Maybe they stay in stock, develop their skills until they get up there. But they have to make that do they have to make that step to mod at some point? Like what? Gonzalez and Bada have done, or is stock a viable class to just stay in and run it? I, my opinion is stock is viable to keep running because, okay. you know, realistically, until you know, unless you have someone who's really special, like, and you know, maybe these these young kids, these Raymond kids, you know, they're into it so young, mm-hmm. they you know, if they're this fast at this age, they might just keep going. Um, but I, I think a lot of it also comes down to like, do the people understand how to set up the cars and, you know, you can't just maybe ask your buddy for a setup and then, you know, change one or two things. And then mm-hmm. it just, it's a lot more tinkering in this. Yeah. A lot more tinkering involved, but congratulations to Ren and Shimmel. I, yeah. And I you mean, know, eight if, got a win. TLR got a win. Yeah. The battle continues. The rivalry continues. It's X-Ray and Schumacher in in europe yeah and then it's it's ae and tlr over her uh yeah dude that's that's the other thing it was like just a sea of black tlr shirts and then the blue ae shirts and then it'll be like one little schumacher shirt there'll be a blue x-ray shirt her somewhere whoa like those teams are still the dominant 10 scale race teams in america i would say for sure AE still has team a good team in Europe though. Don't get me wrong. Not TLR has nobody. They got nothing in Europe. Nothing. But um, impressive to see after all these years that these two companies are still the beef is back. Like they're not the beef. The rivalry is back. It went away for a little while, mm-hmm. but it's back, and I love it, and I like to see it, and I'm glad to see it. Uh, you know, old school AE TLR rivalry. Then of course on Europe we have the X-ray. He could X-ray Schumacher, I would say more, but then you throw AE in there. So good stuff on that. And congratulations to Shimmel. And like you said, it's maybe he does another year of stock. Maybe he wants to win. Maybe next year he goes for all four national titles, the major ones. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if he just doesn't, you know, run stock two, three, four more years. Okay. But who knows? You know, we could I we can always reach out to him. I can, I can go hit him or his dad up and try to understand what, what's the plan. Well, so. we're going to talk about, how, can we, can we talk about like, what's the possibility of these guys make, what's, what type of paychecks are we talking about from stock racing? Because I believe they get a, is it well, a percentage of what they sell after the race or something like that? I, I, you know, good question. I think a lot of people have a lot of different deals. You know, okay. most, most things that I'm aware of, it's more of like, here's a rate sheet. You went to this class, you know, like, let's say there's tierings of races. So like Roar Nationals are pretty high. All mm-hmm. right. But then like if you have a win in Roar for stock versus mod, you know, like normally the multiplier, there's at least a, a 1x, you know, or doubling factor that occurs on mm-hmm. that payout. Um, but, you know, it could to- be totally different. Um, it's very hard to understand this guy won something. Now here's the benefit of it it's it's almost impossible to track that um but you know there it's only if you have a brand where like you know people are seeing that probably with the mayako stuff 
um, a long time ago. Awesome Maddox in, in the States saw that um, where we won our first mod championship in mod touring. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it, it changed people's reactions. Like everyone didn't say, oh, I just want an X-ray. They're like, oh, maybe I should get this Awesome Maddox car. Although they have the person who's saying that will never run mod. They're not that fast. Um, you know, it just, they were looking at the top end and then that drove their decisions, you know, for everything else. And, you know, I, I, I think that does happen a lot, mostly because people talk a lot about mod mm-hmm. and whatever's happening there. But the reality is once you dig deeper and you look at what's happening in stock, you realize that most of the mod drivers are just like idiot savants where they, you can give them a grasshopper and they might, you know, podium at this rent event, you know, and the reality is like, they don't need the latest this, that, or whatever else. They know exactly what they need to do with any car. Mm-hmm. And it's really about whoever they're comfortable with or whoever's paying them the most money right now. Uh, and that's why they're running that thing. Um, in stock, you know, I think when you start looking at the numbers of cars and like, or the numbers of motors that are making the mains, uh, you know, that kind of helps show you which thing is really, you know, working mm-hmm, better mm-hmm, for the mm-hmm. masses. And like, you know, so we, we ran some numbers and in four wheel stock, uh, there was one question mark. We didn't know what, what Ian uh, was running. Um, there was uh, five TLRs and four associateds in the main. And that's, then that's about equal. Yeah, pretty close. And then in two wheel stock, it was five TLRs, um, four AEs and an X-ray. So, you know, again, like I think it's showing you in stock who's doing it. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it makes you wonder like, you know, what's, what's going on in the camps that aren't bringing the car counts up. Well, also with the motor game, you can see, the speed difference like oh yeah so we're in mod where everybody can do it mm-hmm. you know the the, the the everybody's gonna want that fast stock motor and I've, i'm realizing that like i remember one guy was telling me and he was just like you know he was he's moved on to full scale racing and he was like i said why do you run stock so much it's like yeah because i get paid and he goes i said why do you get paid and he goes i get for the after i've been a race whatever race i go to um i get a percentage of sales for the ne- next three months off of that. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then when you look regionally, how big stock is, yeah, it's it's just not no. I, I understand it. It's like I, spec mod, spec mod, spec mod. But um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm start- I, I think it's funny you trying to call it spec mod because the the reality is mod. You spend money on, you know not really tires because tires you spend money in both classes mod mm-hmm. you spend money on fixing things because, because you're things broke up. something <laughs> yeah and then in in stock you spend money on on motors and batteries generally mm-hmm. so. but what i do like about this uh let's 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 wrap let's i want to ask you questions about stock and then we'll move on to mod what i do like about this and i told you this and i've said this before it has what i want it has a separation of of classes with mechanical uh stuff so you we don't have that in eight scale we have mm-hmm. okay you you know you're doing pretty good you you need you can run you can go oh you sportsman you can go open or whatever you know what i mean this there's a definitive line and it's something to work towards i i would love to see maybe a more spec class 
for mm-hmm. beginners. Yeah. That would be like novice, beginner, well, you, you know, beginner class. And then once you graduate from that, that would be like your spec class. Then you move up to this class, which is your intermediate, where you can stay if you want. You know what I mean? Or if you want to run mod, you can. But if you're if your goal is to be a professional RC car driver, the way 10 scale is done, it it has a a, a definitive road to becoming one, I would say. Unlike yeah. eight scale. Well, so I do it, like that. Here's here's the inverse question to you. Um what do you think about mod drivers who are going slower than stock drivers? Well, so in my opinion, it's like whatever. So in on-road, there's normally three classes. Maybe mm-hmm. there's more. But you think about it like the stock TQ guy does, you know, whatever. Let's say 25 laps, you know, 25, six flat. And if you're running super stock and you can't do 25, six flat, Maybe you shouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know what your take is on like the mod guys who might be out there trying to make something happen, but you know what? They're just kind of like out of control and probably like a little in the way and a little dangerous for the other guys who are really trying to do things in mod, mm-hmm. you know, cause you have to avoid them more than race them, you know, cause they don't have control of their car. They can't even go as fast as a stock guy. Maybe they like mud. Maybe it's cheaper for them. I get it. You know, like you like it. You like how fast it goes. But sometimes you're just like a menace. And maybe like, there should be just for professional drivers. I don't know. On a yeah, national scale. You know, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I have a question for you. And we got into it. Now, so the times were a little bit off. I think like the the, the four-wheel drive mod guys are getting on in the, in the high 16s. And then, like, Brandon Shimona guys were, like, 17-4, maybe a 7-3, maybe a seventeen three. I heard at one point. Not a couple of tenths off. Yes, it all counts. Would these guys go... Would, so, my question would be, would these mod drivers, these professional mod drivers, go faster with a stock car? Because they have less power. They can wheel the shit out of it a lot more. Okay, they will make a mistake. They, they, the power will come at the triples, but slower car, easier to drive, faster. That's what I'm thinking. I, maybe, but then they'll just be stuck in the... Do they have a good sponsor giving them good motors and batteries? No, no, but let's just let's just take these guys. Like, Let's yeah. give them the best stock cars. Give them all the get, good stuff. Right? Yeah. And put them well, up against the best stock racers in America. Mm-hmm. Will these guys just dominate these stock races? Will they go fat? Will they drop faster times than their mod times? I don't think anyone will go faster than their mod time. Realistically, okay. I, I don't think that's possible. But the the question is like, will one of them maybe be more consistent or less consistent? I, I don't know. You know, I I think there there'll probably be like a, a good half. You know, half and half. Like some will will bubble up, others won't. You know, like and someone's driving style might just not you know, before that, like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're off the power so much and they're, they wouldn't be used to staying in the power to keep like a corner speed. So right. Like a mod, you can get away with just, it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of like e-buggy. punch and shoot, punch and shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Because in e-buggy, I've seen so many guys that are really good in e-buggy making a mains and truggy. But when it comes to nitro buggy, then it's e-main and I'm like, you need to practice your nitro buggy more because you have to carry more corner speed. So I guess in stock, you would definitely have to carry more corner speed. Mm-hmm. And just don't have that power to get you out of trouble. Like e-buggy does. Like you can just, oh, I messed up in that 
that corner. I can yeah. tiptoe around the corner and I can make up. I can still hit that jump. Yeah. So good, good, good observation there. I would, I would, it would be interesting. I think that would be fun to do. Yeah. I think it would. I think it would. Um, you just need some race promoter that wants to do that. You know, the question is, would they be able to pull enough guys to do that? You know, have like an invite race, mm -hmm. you know, pick, yeah. pick like six fast or, you know, eight fast stock guys and eight fast mod guys and have them come out. You know, it's a good race idea. I agree. I agree. All right. So now we're going to, we're going to move on to, to mod the pro guys. This is where the other part of the money goes. These guys, most of these, most of these guys in this main probably got a salary. I would say, um, let me bring up my notes here. Or they want to get a salary. Yes, they want to get a salary. <laughs> so let's start with four-wheel drive first. Uh, yeah. All right. So, so this was the, Rivkin, the like. Well, shit. it ended up becoming the Rivkin show, right? You know, Diddy, two two wins right off the bat. Made it boring for everybody. Boring for everybody. Shut everybody down. His biggest competition looks like it was Mayfield. Like him and Mayfield and Aiden Horn had a good hook in A one and A two. But uh, Fend, Fend, I will say this, Fend did Fend himself in this race. Yep. And, and uh, caused it, himself a, a victory. Yeah. And, like, there was, you know, after he Fended himself, Fend and Brock had a really good battle. But then coming over the second triple by the driver's stand, they just kind of exploded each other. And then, like, through the 180s that happened after that, mm -hmm. like, more time got lost. And, you know, uh, Fen was really at the back. Um, Brock was still there battling with Horn and, and Mayfield and Cav. But um, yeah, it was, uh, you know, all, all you could do, you know. And at the end, it was, you know, Horn and, and Brock trying to battle. Um, but, you know, Rivkin was just gone. So they, they kind of were, were pulling him in a bit. Like he mm -hmm. had uh, maybe like a four second lead and they brought it down to like one seven. But, um, you know, that was probably Rifkin just being like, yep, let me get control. this paycheck. You know, let's go get this paycheck. And, good win uh, for Rifkin, though. Good, good overall win for, I think he needed that. Um, you know, he's been an, embroiled in this rivalry with, with Fend at first for like the last two years. Not a mild rivalry, I would say. Not as volatile as the Brock and Spencer rivalry, which was very quiet, it seemed like this weekend. So mm -hmm. maybe they want the team orders to be just chill. But uh, yeah, uh, I was I would not I didn't have Rivkin. I had Aiden Horn and and Brock and and Cole beating Rivkin this weekend. But mm -hmm. much needed, and that didn't work was, out at all. No, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't at all. <laughs> maybe maybe you motivated him, man. Maybe he I, listens to the podcast. I like to think I did motivate him um, because I do see his frustration. You know, and his uh in his he's probably gonna be mad at me, but I do see like, I've seen his 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 recent posts and he's he's kind of been vocal about a lot of things. I like that. But uh I think this gives him some much needed confidence going into the world's come. I mean it's a completely different discipline. Yeah. But, but any win's a good win. Yes, he needed it. I think he needed it. He's been he's kind of been on the cusp a few times and always been just not very good. And for him, I think with with the hierarchy that's coming up in AE with all these young guys like Cole and Aiden. And then um, that's not even talk about the guys over in Europe that are doing well. There's yeah, a the lot Hall of competition. Brothers. Yep. The whole brothers, the Carap, Carabs. Um, let's not forget about a certain Italian world champion as well. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of competition in the AE 
right, in AE right now. I would say that Rifkin is the leader or the leader of the pack. He's the veteran of these young guys. He's about 22, 23, I would say. And he's he's the leader of this. Uh, I thought maybe he was just, like, frustrated. Things came easy to him at first, but he comes out here and he, he gets a win. And he, he, he was, you know, I didn't expect it. So congratulations to him. And then another person I didn't expect to be up here. I'm sorry, Mayfield. Don't be mad at me when you see you, when I see you in... A freaking Mayfield in, in second. Like, I was just like, I did not expect that with two seconds in A2 and A3. Crazy. And well, the, the other part about like Mayfield, I think he actually qualified well, right? So mm-hmm. he actually, he only qualified fourth. And so for him to drive up, you know, he just did what he did at the carpet race. He just raced better. And, you know, there's something to be said like lots of races, lots of aimings under your belt. You know what to do, mm-hmm. you know how to work kids over. Yeah, that's big. And, you know, the, but Rivkin, you know, Rivkin shouldn't be worried. Someone has to go steal it from him. You know, like mm-hmm. he could he could give it up by like folding. But the reality is, I don't think he has much to be worried about some of those other names in the AE squad. Not right yet. Now. No, and, not yet. You know, I heard you guys talking it up last last show. And I was just like, mm, I don't know, you know, like because these other guys, they just need to beat him down if that was the case. Like, you know, it would have to be like month over month, race over race beatdowns for, mm-hmm. you know, something to really matter. And like, the, I know the other kind of X factor what was, you know, people didn't know how it was going to go down, but Brock did really well at this race. I think he did and too. His four wheel, I thought looked really good. And, um, you know, it, it, it looked better than some of the other guys' cars out there. I just don't know if he has the experience on dirt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's probably that that X factor of, you know, how much time and energy he has on dirt. But And the other thing that I've always seen with Brock's cars are they are just missiles on the straightaway. And so um, at the end of uh, A2, or somewhere in the middle of A2 after Fenn blew out a few times, Fenn was, like, running fourth and Brock was in fifth. And Brock was just sending it so hard down the straightaway. He tagged Fend as they like get into the infield a little bit because he just has so much pace going down that straight. It's it's crazy. So, but uh, yeah, I have a know. question about Brock. Is with seven oh two going? Hardly any racing in Vegas. What does he do? Where does he go? Drive like, to California. To, that's, that's what well, I would maybe, do. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's four hours, but. I don't know if it's really affected him. I mean, he's still, he, but the thing about Brock, he has to stay relevant in dirt. You know what I mean? He can't just be, even though carpet is the future, I think he still has to get it done in dirt for now and stay relevant while it's still around as a, as a, as a class. I'm not saying it's going anywhere anytime soon, but uh, I think he drove well. I think he drove well. And also we have to understand is like, it's just, I think it's just maybe him and his brother that are there running the Schumacher cars. That's it. I mean, there may be some other guys there, but not on their level. So for like a for basically a two man team, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're beating all the other small teams right now. Yeah, I'll give them that. Or not so small teams. Right. Aiden Horn third. I, I give this a, a good run for Aiden. I was expecting a little bit more out of him, but he got a second, a third, and then an A3, he got a ninth. So well, he didn't finish. So he must have broke out. And then Fend, man, seventh, fifth, and first. That's, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at overall results. We have to go to 
I'm sorry. I'm getting excited. We haven't looked at individual results. Uh, um, individual yeah. A results. I forget that we're dealing with three A main sometimes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Are we going to move to A2 or four-wheel drive? So, um, yeah, well, A2 four-wheel, like it was really just, you know, again. Fen fended himself. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That was the A1 notes. All right. Yeah. Um, no, no. It's the same thing. So Rivkin, <laughs> Rivkin <laughs> on. looking at your notes. Yeah, but Rivkin on, on lap one, he got by uh, Fen. So he put the pressure on. He made a move in the lap. And then Fen fended himself. Um, and then. What was good was for a while, Mayfield ran down Ripken right mm-hmm. at the beginning, but then he fell back. And then it was like this this four-way Mayfield, Horn, Fenn, Brock battle. And, you know, Brock, as I said, Brock had so much pace on the straightaway. He was just, you know, really like uh, he was, he seemed deadly out there. You know, like he just needed a little sniff to get on somebody, um, you know, and, and Rivkin just cruise control. You know, one more time. So, but, yeah, you know, National Mayfield, Champion. you know, Mayfield, you know, no one should sleep on this guy. He's, he's, a, when it comes to the main, he's amazing. So it's like, if you could get him starting higher, mm-hmm. so he started fourth and finished second. If he started second, come on. Ben yeah. bends himself and he would just be gone. Yeah, I agree. Mayfield is amazing, dude. That's why like, I'm not counting him out at these upcoming worlds. And yeah. Fen coming I, up. Here's the real question. What what tent scale branch in Mayfield run for? I don't know what he's going to do. I Because it depends what eight scale he's running next year. I guess. I believe I contracts know. are up next year. I, it, I mean, we'll see. Is he still going to be running Mugen? I don't know. I think he will be. But yeah, what does he run? What what? Oh, Schumacher's available to him. Who else? Maybe he does a deal because I heard he was trying to do a deal where like J Concepts would buy his stuff, and he'll just run like associated cars. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Who knows? It's gonna be yeah. the man's thirty five years old, got two kids, and just getting faster. Yeah, he's got he's got a. a I think he's got. We'll. I think we're gonna see how how long a person can. He's gonna be the first guy that goes over forty and still competitive. Like super competitive, like can win a race. Yeah, we'll see. Because he's still at that level. Yeah. And, you know, especially with all the eight scale performances, but still, even in 10 scale, you know, there's mm-hmm. nothing, nowhere is anyone saying he's slow. I, we just, we kind of did, not slow, just not I, as interesting. No, no, you might have. No, sorry, I, I did. I'm not, not saying not he's slow. <laughs> no, no, no. I would never say he's slow. Maybe not just not as interested. I don't think he practices 10 scale nowhere near as much as he practices eight scale. But at the moment, if he shows up to a race, he rebuilds his shocks and he still goes top three, top four. I think he's very happy with that. I think so too. Limit a little bit of work he has to put into it to, to win mm-hmm. I, or do well. Sorry. Yeah. So Rivkin wins that. And then obviously a three uh, of that, it looks like Fend. Ran out there and won, but it was too late, and he ended up finishing. Let's look at our overall results here for four-wheel drive modified. So Rivkin first, Mayfield second, Horn fourth for Offend, fifth for Champlain. Cavallari wouldn't be happy with a sixth. I was expecting him to be higher than this. I was expecting, to be honest, I was expecting to go to Ryan Cavallari second. 
Uh, Mason Fuller would be happy with that. Cole Tallard needs to definitely get up a little higher. He needs to be up in that top five, I would say. Or he should be striving to get up there. Dustin Evans, the old man still making mains. Yeah, doing well. Yeah. I, I mean, I would say that he should finish higher, but I mean, he's still making these mains when Ty Tessman's in the B main. Mm -hmm. And so, all the young guns are still trying to knock on the door. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The moral of the story is that these guys have to knock these guys completely off the the the, the stand, and they ain't doing that yet. All right. Um, we'll take a look at two-wheel drive. We'll talk about truck real quick, and then we'll wrap it up with some observations, rants, or whatever we feel like doing. So two-wheel drive mod, uh, A1. We had uh, Fend getting out to Elite. Let me bring out my, my – I should have all this done. A1 mod. Yeah, Fend uh, just looked in control. And, yeah. you know, his car was was good. And, you know, honestly, if anything, it looked like Cav had, had more – struggles with his car mm -hmm. just trying to like keep it flat like he had a lot of issues getting over that double right by the camera and um yeah you know it it it, it allowed other people to to you know just go grab his position you know so like mayfield finished second in a1 and brock got third uh and they started you know cav cav was in second on mm -hmm. the grid aiden was in third you know, those guys didn't didn't feature per se in that race. It almost feels like quickly Aiden um, and we can we might have to check the lap chart, but like Aiden must had a, some struggle on the first lap because he, he had was, a 27 he, on the first lap. Yeah, he was nowhere in the mix. And yeah. um, but, you know, again, Mayfield, he raced up from four to two. Brock raced up from, you know, five to three. So that's mm -hmm. that's really good. Um. You know, and and even you know, Cav or you know, Cav was up there, and he just he tapped, and that's where it went. Yeah, um, that was lap eight. He made that mistake. No, sorry, lap. I think it was uh, at the end. Lap eight. Yeah, no way. He got back into third. He was dropped on the third at lap at the end of uh, well, on lap eight. That's when um, <clears throat> watch me call it. Aiden Horn got through to him. So I have a question. Um. Why is so two wheel drive being the harder car to drive? I would say Fen seems to be excelling this, not making as many mistakes, but the four wheel drive, quote unquote, supposedly be a, a little bit easier, maybe even more eight scale narrative. Why is he making so many mistakes in, in four wheel drive compared to two wheel drive? I think because it can just go faster. Uh, makes sense. You know, it's like when when you have more grip. Mm -hmm. You do more things and, you know, if he just would back it down like 3%, like I, I don't see him losing any race. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know how you just calm it down a little bit, but like, it's that style. Like he, he throws the car mm -hmm. and that's what yields the lap time. And that's what makes him so dangerous, you know? So it's, it's hard to say, like, if I don't know if he could drive, you know, a different way. Yeah, maybe he if can. If he drove a different way, he'd probably be slow. Maybe. Maybe, dude. I don't know. He's I, I have I have sorry, I have Fendon as right now the best all around offer a driver. Because he's good in 10 scale on all surfaces and good on and get good on eight scale. Uh A2, let's see. So yeah. A2 two-wheel drive mod. 
We had a fan yeah. cav and horn battle. Let me bring up yeah. my uh and so A2, I think the the big thing to to you know really think about there was Horn got a good start and um got past Cav and you know ended up Fend and Horn got into each other and that just gave Cav uh, a nice you know nice break. Rivkin popped right up there and then it was really you know ended up being you know Fend was like pulling up to um the the battle for second and then falling back mm-hmm. um and i i say fend it might have been rivkin might be a, a note problem could be no well and, fend fend made it up to um fend made it up to he was in third he he well he was in first to sixth and he dropped on the fourth, made it back up to third. And he looked like he was battling with Rev, Rev, Rivkin there. And then he dropped on to fourth at one point and yeah. then came back up to third. But so, the, you know, the, the thing is, like, I don't know if you give Cav a lead and watch you him get it up. You can't give Cavalier a lead. He's not going to let a lead go by. That's yeah. what Cavalier does. You know, he's, he's always been good at getting this budge lock, budge lock. But the man's just that good. You can't give him a lead. He's not gonna. He's he's gonna be one of the hard. He's too experienced and been out in the lead. He's been chased too much in his career to give up a lead that yeah. easy. And you know the so, same thing. Like it, if Mayfield was in that position, I think the same thing would have happened. Mm-hmm. You get that lead and you just run away. I I, you know, I agree. You do with your you thing. So they I they have too many A mains in their, uh, you know, in their experience books to to know how to, you know. Yeah, of to course. give something up. So, and you know, they might be thinking like, how many more years am I doing this thing? I don't know, but you know, so the, these the young reality guys, is, exactly, exactly. You know, they're, they, gotta, they're, they're taking all the advantage. Their job. Yeah. And then the younger guys want their job, but the younger guys, they, they got to knock these guys completely off the pedestal and they ain't yep. doing it. They ain't doing it yet. Not just one. It needs to be a few of them and they're still not doing it. A3. Let's look, look here. So A3 was, um, once again, Fen wins. He looks like, yeah, he, he got, got out to a lead and didn't stop. Didn't look back. He, yeah, uh, and dominated that. And I think right at the end though, I, I would have sworn that, you know, like Cav started running Fen down. And Let's so see. he, he made a, uh, he tried to do like a last lap jump pass thing onto the straightaway, you know, and basically clobbers his car against the wall. Yeah. Uh, that's just trying right. to send it. Yeah, so. that would be why he had a 19.2. Yeah. Uh, Mayfield, third. Spencer Rifkin, fourth. Aaron Kaufman, very good performance for the man from the... Do you know the Kaufmans? I don't really know them. I believe but, um, they're either from Pennsylvania or Northeast. They might be from Virginia, and I just have it clumped in Northeast for some reason. We'll, we'll have to go look that up. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they're in Pennsylvania. Very nice family. TLR driver. Good uh-huh. eight scale, too. Uh, very good performance for him, I would say. He got fifth on this round. Cole Tallard, once again, like I'm expecting Cole to be up there battling for those for those podium spots. He isn't, but CFT will get there. Mason Fuller seventh. I, I can't really say much about him. He, he, I'm just happy that in the mains because he hasn't really driven. And uh, oh, Aiden Horn broke out early in that race. So, and then Brock Champlin 
broke as well. So that's your final A3. Let's look at overalls for two-wheel drive mod. And it's Fend, Cav, Mayfield, Rivkin, Horn, Kaufman, Tollard, Champlin, Fuller, Evans. That's a good A main right there. Um, they probably probably the two well, Aaron Kaufman's are making mains. If you know Mason Fuller doesn't race for us much eight scale, much ten scale, sorry. So he's taking up some space there. But honestly, I have Dakota Fan and Cavman, and that's that was how I had it. One, two, two wheel drive, one, two, four wheel drive. Fan wins his like nine millionth national title. Cavallari gets uh I'm, I'm saying that I don't know. I don't want Barry to get mad at me. I'm I'm not dissing Fan. I think Fan's a great driver. Gives the goat, uh, I think a very good setting going into negotiations at the end of the year with TLR. I hope he stays with him. And I think it was, I think, yeah, once again, these young guys need to step up and take all these older. And I have to throw Fenn. He's still young, but he's a veteran. And Rifkin at this point is a veteran as well, in my opinion. So for these young guys, like Gonzalo, like, well, let's just look at Cole Tallard. Whereas Cole Tallard is probably the same age as Rifkin and Aiden Horn's a little bit younger. These guys have to come up and beat them. And these guys need to, as long as Dustin Evans is still making these finals, and there's no offense to Dustin Evans, but I'm just saying, like, he's these guys need to beat, he's the gatekeeper. You know what I mean? I would say. And if you ain't making it across him, then you ain't on these guys' level. And then you then once you get across him, you got to make it through these ranks. And that's some serious ranks going on right there. Yeah. But... And the the one thing we didn't talk about was in in A two of uh, of mod buggy, there was this like crazy last like you know straightaway rundown, where the same time was given. I know uh, to Fend and and Mayfield, and the the problem was it was for third, and you know like it's cool and all, but you know it was the difference between one guy getting third, the other guy getting fourth. And when you did all the numbers up, it didn't matter. You could have gave them the third. You could have gave them the fourth. It didn't really make an impact, unfortunately, on the like the final results. It looked really cool. It but, did. You know, it's like yeah. Mayfield jumped in the air and landed on the line. And then yeah. while he landed on the line, uh, Fenn was accelerating to the line. He hit that yeah. wall so hard. I'm surprised the car didn't break. Oh, it might have. It only had to go forward. <laughs> didn't have to turn. <laughs> That was a hard hit. I don't know if Mayfield could be upset with anybody besides himself on that one. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he I might be know. mad at somebody. I think the bigger <laughs> thing is like, all right, so let's let's take a let's congratulations. First of all, let's say congratulations to Brandon Schimmel. Congratulations to Doug Laverde. Uh congratulations to Dakota Fan. And congratulations to Spencer Rifkin on winning. Also a big let's let's give uh some shout outs to the to the to the young. The younger racers as well. Let's go through a lot of the standings here. So 3.13.5, two-wheel drive short course. You had Austin Horn, uh, a.k.a. Garth, Adam Rolls, and Wayne Ryak. And I like to call him uh, Drew, Greg Degani's son, Mushigan. He uh, finished fourth. I just have to say that for Greg. And Brian, we're going to read out just the top five. Sorry, guys. Brian Wyrick in that. Uh, I wanna, I'm going to ask you a question about stadium. I'm going to short course in a minute. Uh, one second, everybody. So we did, we did Wheeler already. We so did Wheeler. We did 13.5 stadium truck. 13.5 stadium truck. So Chase Raymond, congratulations to TQ him, the young 11-year-old. 
and you know brendan he he qualified fifth and he got mm -hmm. second so it's one of those cases where if you were just a little bit higher up it would have been probably made your day easier yes uh you know mason templeman with uh the third um tyler fenster with fourth and jake thayer uh in fifth so mm. You know, interesting set of results. And then I think the only other one is, uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. We have, uh, there's Junior. Yes, let's which talk is, about Junior. Why don't you talk about Junior? Where is Junior? There we go. So we had Ethan Hoskins, Austin Riley, Tusa Cabrera, William Water, and David Better. It, it really upsets me that we should have, this should be full. I don't understand why this isn't full. But. Well, the funny part is Chase and Levi Raymond could have ran this. Yeah, why weren't they both in her? Hmm, well, because they couldn't run that and run the other class. Right, that's what makes sense. That would make sense. So they were they were going for the win, the outright win, you know, which is interesting. And the the funny part here to me is like where you see the second qualifier ends up taking the win over the TQ, and there was another occurrence of that um, in the Masters uh, tool drive buggy. Um, so. You have Alan Horn taking the win over Brent Tilkey, who was the TQ, Brian Dunbar in third, Joe Pillars in fourth, and Kevin King in fifth. Um, and you know there, there's some there's some names in RC, you know, in this class, mm -hmm. uh, and you know it, it's cool that it exists because um, you know I, I can race it. So anyway, um, and. Uh, then there was uh, also Mod Stadium Truck, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, this is uh, Fend went from uh, he got the the win, and uh, with, uh, I think he had yeah two wins. He won A one and A three. Um, Dustin Evans uh, he took A uh, two and looked really good the entire race actually. Um, so he was in second. Rivkin had third. Tessman is fourth, and this is the, the first main that he featured in. And uh, Chase Lemieux had fifth. So, um, yeah. So, Fenn won two national titles. Yeah, two even. I thought Evans had won that, but he was a good race. It was a good race nonetheless, nonetheless. All right. Uh, let's talk about some things here real quick, and then we're going to wrap this up because we're actually going 30 minutes longer than we did, but we have to talk about this. Uh Ty Tessman in neither of the two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive mains. Oof. Why? You say it's the car? I don't know. Like, the funny part is they have a lot of trick stuff in that car. Like, they mm -hmm. have these active diffs. And at the carpet nationals, every guy was sweating those diffs. They were walking up to Gord, like, hey, you got a diff I can buy off you, blah, blah, blah. Because they wanted to find some way to Dremel it and put it in their car. No way. All right. Yeah. 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 They were, there was an endless line of guys walking up asking for an active diff. And I don't know, maybe that active diff thing and that European technology ain't working on dirt tracks. Maybe not, but not in the B mains. That's a blow. Like, like Tasman is a world champion. He's, I believe he's a national champion in um intense kill. Sure. Could be. I'm probably wrong. But um yeah, I think uh, I'm shocked that he's not in this. 
like the early x-ray while Paul Sicarello was there. I think Tom Renner connect too. Big surprise mm-hmm. not being in there. I had him as my dark horse. I had him winning one of these classes, not in there. Um, it's 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 crazy. I guess every day is a racing day, not every day is a winning day. So yep. what about okay? So well, let's talk about Gonzalez and Bada because these guys are the two. I have to. You ride them so hard, man. No, They're I don't because I like do them. their I, thing. I like them. I like them. I like them. I like Born a Crime a lot. It's JQ's Padawan. But I think my, because this is, I want to test my theory. Is the theory of the stock drivers graduating now to mod and making it? Or are we just going to see them? Because when you look at it, like, okay, Austin, uh, Aiden Horn's a product of that. Cole Tollard is. But when you look, there's been a lot of fat. Look at um, Drayton Stock. You know, super fast stock racer, went up to mod, went back down to stock, now barely races. I don't want to see that happen to these guys. So it's going to be an interesting. I, I guess, like you said, we have to give them some more time. They have to get used to everything. I would definitely like to see Born a Crime. I think Bada raced some Nitro as well. But I like these young kids. And I think for me, it's just a, a it's not that I'm riding. I just want to see if the stock class is doing what I think it's supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? So if they're, if they're superstars of stock, but then can't be superstars in mod, then something has to be fixed, in my opinion. I think you just got to give them some time. Like, they got to get their power programs right. You know, you got to get the feel you want out of the motor. And, like, the other the other thing is, too, it's like you also need, like, the, you know, more seasoned racers in mod. Mm-hmm. I bet if they would actually help them. Mm. Not having help to deal with a lot up. of yeah, 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 yeah. You mean like Ty Tasman taking him up? <laughs> I have to say that again. <laughs> no, joking. Ty, no gourd, don't kill me. Gourd, don't give me the gourd stir. Yeah, yeah. The ice it, cold stir. It's that guy. It's that guy. So don't give me the dirty scare. You know, because oh, I'm sitting behind you. You don't want gourds. Gourds got his blue <laughs> eyes, and he just looks at you, and you're like, like instant I, fear. I bet they're really pretty. You should just smile at them and blow them kisses. <laughs> no, I like I like testing and Gord, but I just I'm just shocked that he's not in the finals. It's just weird. I bet he was too. It's it was wow. probably a long ride home. Yeah, and this is the last race before these guys all head out to like the biggest worlds in a while. Like that's not a good feeling, I would say. Yeah, no, but yeah, they, they're experienced enough to to have one bad over. race, brush it off. Who cares? Yeah, that's it's not it. like they're gonna run this car. Yeah. At that event. No, 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 no. If of this course was a not. bad eight scale race, then they might be a little rattled. I would agree there. I would agree there. But I just look at the mind games of these guys, man, and they all they never want to be they never want to lose to each other. Yeah, but you know, I, I also think that uh, they're also experienced enough to know that it don't matter. Next race comes up. But you know, the the way I look at it with, with the younger or the stock guys going into mod, I bet I bet some of those experienced mod guys could help those stock guys a lot mm-hmm. and drag them up a lot quicker if they wanted to. Yeah, well, like, maybe they have this to is, do that. This is something where I think Rivkin could take those two guys and drag them forward. Maybe he doesn't want to because that's competition for his job. I don't know. I'm just saying. But I think that would help. And the, the other funny bit, too, just to also rationalize this, those two guys, I believe they also have like really close ties with stock motor manufacturers mm-hmm. and they might be running that motor manufacturer's ESC, which probably is not good for modified. 
probably has no feel. It's probably like an, a light switch because that's what works in stock. So, you know, sometimes the equipment you had mm. that made you fast is now the equipment that's holding you back. Interesting, interesting way to look at it. Interesting. Way. I guess that's what happens when you have that mechanical difference to separate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we need but that like, in eight scale. I, you know, you, you drop in that Reedy motor and that Reedy ESC that were made six, seven years ago. They work great in two wheel mod. You know, you go get that 510 and you go get that uh, like a 60. And I bet that's all the power you need in mod. And people might need to motor down to go faster. Interesting. Maybe, maybe they have to go less power to go faster, less like, like a light switch. Yeah, kind, kind of like what you were talking about before. Like, could, could the mod guys go faster with stock? You know, but like maybe the new mod guys have too much power mm-hmm. and maybe they need less power. Right. You know, but like, why like, not run mod with a stock car? Yeah. Well, it, the the funny part is, you know, they they still probably, hopefully they're beating themselves. Like the stock time they would put in, like I didn't look at that, you know, um, and it's hard when it's qual points. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the reality is if you're not beating the stock car, then you got to really evaluate what's going on. You know, if you can't beat the stock TQ. All right. Um, I think my final question, if you want to have some observations, let me see. One of my questions is, so are we going to see, are we going to see this continue dirt and carpet? I think so. Number one, but is it going to come to a point where one, where I, where I just feel that carpet's just going to overtake and then dirt's going to be gone or you think it's always going to be there? I, well, I think the challenge is like, you know, it's about how long these guys keep their leases for. Mm-hmm. So if you had this track, let's say, I think it's uh, the guy who owns that track is Sean story. I think um, if he has this track and he loses his lease, would it's he done. build it again? And like no. some people might be like, I'm all about dirt. I would build this again. Mm-hmm. Other people would just be like, yeah, I'll just roll out this turf or this carpet. It'll be simpler. And like, cause it's a lot of work. And then not only that, that you, you have to find the right building. You have to, you have to get mm-hmm. landlord approval to bring in two tons of dirt. Well, how many tons of dirt you're going to be in there? It's just so much, so much more work. Unless we, unless we go back to outdoor yeah. racing, which I don't see. I mean, there are some sections, some people, some regions that do that. I, I just see it happening. Also, I wanted to talk to you because looking at the low entry counts and maybe this is just my ignorance because i don't follow 10 scale as much but is stadium truck and short course still a viable racing class where these companies should still be making kits for these for these these well, the, classes the best thing that ever happened was traxxas had the slash yes right and slash got a lot of people in the hobby and then a lot of people copied that that model and made racing made, trucks out of it made it too and expensive exactly so like if if short course stayed as the thing to bring people in I agree. and have fun, that would make a lot of sense. And you know, the the flip side, racing truck, yeah, racing truck, some people like stadium truck, you know, and there's like little pockets that love it. Um, you know, I don't know. I uh like regionally, is it a popular class? Like are you gonna go to a I think collaboration each, each region it's different. And like there will probably be like these two states love it, and then like no one else is running it. Because we're talking about two two classes that really do not run anywhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 
compared to America. So I'm just wondering, then you look at the, the you know, um, the actual entry counts. Are, yeah, is, they're pretty low. Yeah, like, what is the sense of bringing, like, when another short course truck? Like, you know what I mean? I, I guess. I guess they must use they must use so many so much compatible parts. It must just be like, all right, we'll just make it. Yeah, you know, just it's so like people have we just got to make one chassis and like a different bulkhead, whatever. Yeah, don't get me wrong, because I like slash stock slash racing, and I like the short course stuff. But I'm just saying, like as a manufacturer, when does yeah. it become like okay, we just ain't doing it anymore? Interesting stuff. Interesting and stuff. Then, I, let's not forget about that giveaway. Why don't we repeat right, what we that have is? An, we have a giveaway. Uh, uh, some, but I think because it's ten scale and you're her. Yep. Do you have one? In, do you have one that we could show people? Or no, no, I don't have. I should have like asked that. you that. Right. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wasn't prepared. That. You no. was super prepared with notes. I appreciate that, but I forgot that. Uh, so we're gonna give away a Sampadal two S battery. I yeah, two S battery. We'll do a, a four thousand battery. Um, like you, you know, could be running in a, in a mod buggy. Um, hell, let, let's do two batteries and then we'll do a stock battery, a 5,400 battery. So you can run mod or stock. Okay. So what we'll do, I figured it out. So we're going to do one YouTube, one Facebook. Okay. So what we'll do is the question is because he's a Sampadal driver, Ryan Cavallari, the goat. How many national titles does Ryan Cavallari have? And when did he win his first one? And what was it? And by when, okay, when you want year? Mm -hmm. Okay, and then you want to know where? Yeah, I want to know, like, I want to know where, what class, and oh, and you year. Want all the you want all the things. So you got to so tell me how year, many national titles he has all together. Yep. Mm -hmm. You got to tell me his first, the year he won his first one, where he won it, and with what, what class. class was. I right. would go deep and tell you what car did he drive. <laughs> I should go that deep because these are these are batteries. So you mm -hmm. and so this is how it's going to do. First person to answer this on YouTube, you gotta. This is what you're gonna have to do. You're gonna have to put in. You're gonna have to put in the comments. Uh the 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 dates. Sorry, the the facts of the answer. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna. I should make you put the time you put it in too. So we should. You know, we should see. But we will better see. But in the, the comments yeah. that come up. So we're gonna do one for Facebook. So you're gonna if you, you the first person to answer that question correctly on YouTube will win a battery, and the second person and also a person can win it on Facebook by answering in the Facebook comments on the end when this when the YouTube is dropped, not when the audio podcast is dropped. You gotta drop it on the YouTube channel. So you get that. So you gotta drop one on the actual comments of the YouTube video, mm -hmm. and then when I share the link for the actual YouTube. Because I like this because it's more visual. You have to on the Facebook on the original and and, and it's, it doesn't sound it's not that difficult. One for YouTube, one for Facebook. I know but this is like JQ's pet peeve with me. So remember, how many national titles has Ryan Cavallari won? When was his first one? What year? Where did he win it? What class? Yep. What class? Yeah. First person to do that on YouTube wins a battery. Yeah. On this on this video. Yeah, and no. and all the all the batteries now have uh, five mil uh, bullets, and uh, that's been something uh, we've been working with the manufacturer, and uh, you know it's kind of been a a little bit of a struggle to to get you know just product and you know things coming uh, out of uh, you know Asia is a little slow, less flights, you know, but uh, thankfully business is picking up and 
you know, flights are happening more. And so things are showing up quicker. Yeah. So thank you for the support. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you for your time. We went way overboard today. No worries. But it was an in-depth recap. I really enjoyed it. And remember, the competition is one for YouTube, one for Facebook. Just so you, I reiterated, the Facebook one, you have to comment the same things. How many national titles Cavalier has? Where? When? What mm -hmm. class? You have to comment on the actual, when I share this video to Facebook on that. On the NNRC Facebook. First persons to do that win batteries. And will you allow two winners? I'm sorry, like, can the same person win twice? Yeah, if he's fast enough. Okay, there, there you go. Get ready, boys. So no. uh, I should separate it, but... Mm, you already said it, so that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You know what? It was a great recap. I enjoyed it. Um, thank you for your time, Hefty. It was good geeking up with you guys over the weekend on it. Um, thank you for your input. It was great. You have fun uh, coming up with the NYGP, all the stuff you got going on as well. Your podcast. When is your next episode of you guys podcast going to be out? Yeah, uh, RC Track Rats. We'll be doing that um, live uh, tomorrow, uh, probably at six Eastern. Right, because it's all about ETS tomorrow. Will you talk we'll about be talking about that? We'll be talking about you know the the beatdown I got this weekend at the local <laughs> asphalt track. And, um, you know, but it, with, with all losses, hopefully you learn something. And so that's what it comes down to. You got to learn things. And Riley has issued a challenge to you as well and on road. Okay. Mm -hmm. He so, said, he, he said he's going to beat me in 12 scale. I think that's what he said. Yeah. Something along the lines okay. of that. Uh -huh. And yeah. I, I invited him to, to <laughs> a lot of races and I said, come on out, let's go. Right. So. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think. Hey, I happen. would love to see him. Like, we could do a live show from there. Like, you know, after qualifying, it would be amazing. Yeah, Riley, get your internet situation fixed up, sorted out. Get it sorted out. <laughs> hey, you know what? Thank you for your time, Hefty. Thank, thank you for uh, Sampadal and their support, Sampadal US USA. Thank you to all of the NNR NNRC supporters around the world. We can't do without you. Thank you to all of the patrons. Greatly appreciate your, your support. Thank you to the awesome sponsors of this podcast. They are InvisibleSpeed.net, TZO, 200 Tires, oops, sorry, uh, Beach RC, High Tech RC, Mayako, TNR Fuels, Techno RC, Papa Willis Traction Tonic, G-Spec RC Tuning, Sampadal USA, also thank you for the giveaway this week, Racecraft USA, RCGP, Clinic RC, House of RC, RC3 in Alabama, the track. Shout out to David Ranafalk. Uh, Robert Badier, Jared Tebow, and Alexander Hagberg. Uh, remember, everybody, there are links and there are coupon codes. And not all of these companies have coupon codes. We have affiliate links. We have links all in the written description. Please, showing the sponsors some love, shows this podcast some love. We can't do without them. Hefty was good talking about pink pinions and slick tires on dirt and all yeah. that good stuff. Craziness, right? I'm actually, oh. you know what? I'm actually going to my first uh semi-big dirt off 10 scale race in october i'm going to the masses of dirt i'm going to be a part of that it's uh it's pretty it's a big east coast race down there at beach rc i can't wait are you are you racing though no the last oh. time i drove uh i'm the last time i drove lucas's car i got from there from about 10 feet from there to there and then i broke it i drove around no, no, no. the wall you gotta you gotta blame the car man 
Well, I blame That's... not having a, a, a lanyard to hold my radio properly. So fully blame that. Smacked it right into the wall. Heard it go smack. And my buddy Mike goes, you just broke Lucas's car. I said, I know. I felt so bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not racing. I'm going to be doing like my thing. I'm going to probably work with the guy who's doing the coverage and stuff like that. And we're going to have fun. Okay. So with that said, uh, remember the giveaway, everybody. Check out all the sponsors. Show them some love. Thank you, Hefty, for your time. I greatly appreciate it. And uh, for all, and for your support. And I hope you guys enjoyed our very in-depth 10-scale Nationals Dirt. Re no, Roar 110th Offer Dirt Nationals. That's what yeah, it the is. The way it used to be. Yeah, well. Kind of. It's Yeah, it's no... No mini pins out there, and there's no roost yeah, being there's no jam in mini step pins. Sorry, I bet you probably get more roost at a carpet track like carpet fuzz coming just from the you. fuzz. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> He's like, so. You are full of shit, Keenan. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Hey, so check out track rats tomorrow. They're dropping they're a little bit more savage than us, so they're gonna have fun and um, check them out. And <laughs> we don't have sponsors, we don't care about that. I did, they, they, they are very savage. Um. Yeah, very savage. But Heft is just calm. Like, you know, he's not as savage as he usually is. But uh I thank you for your time, man. And um I see you again. I guess we'll we'll have to do another 10 scale racer coming up. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. I know the 10 scale worlds touring car after the worlds. Yeah, that that should be good. Like mm -hmm. there's a there's a lot of um a lot of anticipation happening for 10 scale yeah. touring car worlds. So We'll see what happens. What gonna do. I I think he could make the main. I um, think so too. But you know the the reality is like who's gonna win? It's so hard to say at the ETS race. Um, every round, the top four were covered by one second. Really? Yeah. So one seconds that's pretty close. Like one second covered, like maybe you know the latter parts of these main sorts. You Ooh. know at this race. But like one second for TQ, that's that's pretty crazy. So yeah, that is, that is. We need to get Reinhardt on this podcast, I think, and talk to him one time. Uh, I'll help. I'll ask you for help. I've asked. I just need to. I like to meet him. I like to sit off and talk with him and show know. up. Show up to New York in uh, October. Uh, what's the date in October? Sixth to ninth. Oh no, I'll be doing RCGP the week after, and then mod uh -huh. the week after that. I can't be going for three weeks. My wife would definitely leave me. Um, well, you wouldn't know. You'd know three weeks later. It'd be good. I'd be living in my studio. and she, But it's, the studio is in her name, too, so everything will be gone. Yeah, you got to do it Dominican style. I got to put it in your wife's name. She gets all the oh, best wow. rates. Wow. Anyway, we've been going on for almost two hours now. It's been good. It's been a good chat. Um, all right, thank brother. you for your time. Be thank good. you, Hefty. Have thank fun. you, all you. Yes. Uh, thank you, all the guys that support us, we can't do without you. Lefty and hefty, that rhymes. We're out. Yeah. Because 10 scale pays in the bills this week. That's mm -hmm. what it's doing. Definitely stock the bills. racing pays the bills. Stock racing pays. The... I like stock racing now. I can't believe I went from not liking stock because it's... I don't like stock because it's not stock. But now I understand it more. Mm -hmm. I understand yeah. it more. And I found my outro, short outro. Bye, everybody.